moss. More moss to the people, yeah. More moss. More moss to the people, yeah. More moss. More moss to the people. Hi, this is Asa Nilsson, and you're listening to More Moss to the People, where each week we're going to be talking about slowing down, even hurling ourselves off of the Ferris wheel of the production-first mentality and choosing to live a courageous life based on our own needs first and daring to be different in a world where sameness is encouraged more highly than living a life of authenticity. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome back to More Moss to the People. My name is Asa and I am your host. Today I have a dear friend of mine on with me and she is this peach because she decided last second with me to do this, to do this episode. And I love people that are spontaneous because it is so not me. And so I love it when somebody says, yes, I'll do it. I'm like, so every day I'm learning new lessons, aren't I? Especially from my dear Teresa Schaefer, who is the guest today from Cologne, Germany. So welcome, Teresa, to More Moss to the People. Hi, Osa. Thank you so much for having me. And yeah, I mean, we make a good team. I'm very spontaneous. I sometimes like structure events, and you've got that. So it's 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 really good. <laughs> we we work well. Fire each other, yeah. Yeah. You know what? Which is so right, because... God doesn't put two people together only to help one, right? And I'm positive that you, I mean, for me, you are such a light, right? And you make me so happy. And every time I see your beautiful smiling face, which we'll get to that later, but your smiling goddess, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're a new slogan, uh, new website, um, how, how much of a support and a and a gem you have been to me in my whole movement so far from the beginning. And and I want to publicly say thank you to you for supporting me and pushing me and pulling me and just being here with me during almost a year of this more most of the people journey. So really, thank you. Thank you for that. You're so welcome. And as you said, it goes both ways. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you supported me so much as well. Well, that's, I'm so lucky. I'm so lucky to have wonderful people. And I love Momos to the people. I keep talking about it all the time. Mm-hmm. You have to watch Asa. <laughs> She's a great. <laughs> oh, and my guests, my guests are the great ones, right? They're the ones that I love having on. So tell me, please, have have a minute here and tell us who you are in the world today. Ah, <laughs> big question. <laughs> yes. Because I'm multi-passionate, so there's a lot. Of me, you know, like I'm a mom. My uh, youngest child is 16. The older ones are already out of the house. They're 24 and 21. 
then uh, I'm an author, I'm a spiritual healer, tarot reader, um, I do goddess work a lot, I love the divine feminine, I find that so empowering, and I'm also a practicing fledgling witch, so, you know, I just started this year and I absolutely loved it, after I've done the course with Sinead, it felt so, I felt so liberated and empowered, I, I was like, yeah, you know, that's my path, I've got to do that, <laughs> I love that, yeah. We're going to talk about that because to me, um, I think that there's there's a lot of stigma around that about being a witch and what does that mean? And, um, you know, you you are a spiritual gal, man, you are. But you're also, I mean, an author and an author of over 30 books, right? Yes, way over 30. <laughs> I lost count. So I, I tried yesterday and then I kind of muddled it up because I was a bit tired. So I was like, oh, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it doesn't matter. It's just over 30. Okay, we'll say over 30. Yes. I mean, to me, as a person that has, I mean, I've never written a book. I've never published a book. I know people that are published authors. And and I was thinking today, it hit me when I was about to do my own recording for the episode of the week. I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, my God, Tiz, I have a book coming out next week, October 12th. Your mm -hmm. book is coming out. Please talk, talk about that. Please, please, please. I want and to... the first thing I want to say is, is uh, that day is my sister's 50th birthday. So happy birthday, uh, Sarah. I put a dedication to her as well in the book and I okay. timed it for her birthday. Especially. What's her name? Let's say her name. Julia. Uh, Julia. What a beautiful name. Yes. 50th birthday. How nice. Happy yeah. birthday, Julia. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, so um, The Hopping Hippos is a, um, a romance novel. It's a rock star romance, um, very explicit with uh, also man-on-man -man action. So, um, you know, it's not for the faint of heart. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's a steam coming out of me. Got to fix my hair. Yeah, and it's a reverse harem, which means that it's one woman and several men. I, so I have never heard any of these twins. <laughs> okay. All right. So I'm explaining it. <laughs> oh. oh, so that's the Hopping Hippos. That's yes. the book now coming out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. Because, you know, I I, I told you before, I'm like, I haven't read, you said steamy romance in one of your posts. I was like, oh, steamy. I'm like, oh my goodness. <gasps> How exciting. <laughs> I don't read steamy romance novels. I mean, I haven't since, you know, high school. <laughs> and, now, <laughs> and now I'm just, just a little bit past high school. And I think it's so fantastic that you, as this dear friend of mine, is writing novels that are about things that I'm like, wait, what? Oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. That's cool. If you I'm can gonna... see that there in the background there, that's a hippo. Yes. A little Slide hippo. Yeah. And my children gave that to me as a present <laughs> as well. Okay. You're holding up a stuffed yeah. hippo right now. Yes. And the person that watched I'm really it. proud of it. It's so okay. cute. <laughs> Why hippos? Why hippopotamus? What's that about? Well, the thing was, it, it started out uh, me talking to a friend of mine in Texas and her husband was in, in a rock band. They were quite successful as well, called the Push Monkey. Monkeys. And um, so that kind of inspired it. And then I had this vision of one of the guys from the band, like hopping around, um, like, you know, hopping yeah. up and down to music at a party, being a bit drunk already and things like that. And um, trying to land with a girl. And she said she's not dancing with, a, you know, a hop jumping hippo or something like that. Mm -hmm. So they made hopping hippos out of it. And that was how the band name 
Okay. Look up creative. Not truth. You know, real life inspiration and part fictional. How that came about. So how do you? I mean, this this whole like the the creative process of coming up and creating like all the characters and all this. I mean, where does that come from? I mean, I don't I don't have any idea. So I'm like I'm a newbie here. Tell me. Tell me, yeah. share. I mean, that's that's really that that can that can come from so many different sources. Like I read another book, I watch a movie, or it just pops up in my head, or I see a picture of I don't know of somebody online, somebody I don't even know, and I'm like, yeah, you know that that's it. Like then that things come, and and they they kind of I see that like a movie in my head, and I just okay. ride along. So <laughs> that's um, basically how that happens. Because if I plan. And I write out everything carefully and stuff. They're just going to go yeah. off and do whatever the hell they want. You know, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't work quite that way for you. Yeah. Huh. Exactly. I, I think it's fascinating because it's, uh, I love to learn. I love to learn how people create like from nothing to something. It's so, it's so gorgeous to me. And now that you have over, over 30 of these, uh, beautiful stories that you have come up with, yeah. um, Tell me, you mentioned before Sinead, and for the people that are listening that do not know who Sinead is, Sinead Fine is our, the woman that introduced us, us to one another. Yeah. yeah, she brought us together in her private group on Facebook, yeah. and um, she is our tarot teacher. She has taught us how to read the tarot cards um, in, in her way, which is beautiful. And I would highly recommend to anyone that is interested in learning Absolutely. Yeah, about, uh, yeah. understanding how to read the cards intuitively, not by memorization. She is an excellent yes. resource and she's a beautiful, yeah. beautiful soul that has brought us together. Thankfully. Yes. And I never had like a connection with it. Well, I did feel like I wanted to learn, but I never knew how and it never yeah. really kind, kind of got to that place. I used to read oracle cards all the time. I was very intuitive about that with great success. But then um, I I felt like I, I needed to go a step further. And tarot is so much deeper once you start going into it. It's like a rabbit hole that never ends, you know, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And it's so interesting. I love going deep. I'm a Scorpio, so, you know. That's <laughs> my jam. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, going deep is your, is your yes. Scorpio jam. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And the, the you do these on your Instagram page for anybody that wants to watch you maybe do some polls. What are you doing with your Instagram page now once a week on Tuesday, Tarot Tuesday? What do you call Tuesday, it? Us tarot Tuesday, yes. Tarot Tuesday. Yeah, I've, I've got two accounts on um, and pages on Facebook and Instagram. One is just Tilsa Schaefer on Facebook. is Tilsa Schaefer also my page. Okay. And um, on Instagram, it's um, and both for the spiritual side uh, is the smiling Tilda the smiling goddess, and the uh, author one for the Stevie stuff that's uh, Tilda Schaefer. <laughs> okay, yeah, because you said the the smiling goddess for for the person that is not watching this video uh, on the YouTube channel on my YouTube channel then they wouldn't understand that you have got the most radiant, humongous, beautiful <laughs> smile. And it just every time I'm in a group setting with you and I'm looking across the like the Zoom page of all the people that are all the participants, I get to you and all I see is your giant fabulous <laughs> smile. I yeah, love it. just before I created that uh, that page, it's very recent, um, I was in a, um, in a free 
um, masterclass for three days and the lady I talked to her after and she actually told me as well, she said, you know, there's always one person you're drawn to and you look at them on the screen all the time. That was you with your smile. <laughs> and I got a couple of comments from, you know, other people as well from, who were in that group and uh, saying, you know, oh, your smile is so delightful or whatever. So um, I've had a lot of compliments or, you know, about it. So I know and I, I use it to, you know, hopefully make people a bit happier when yeah. they smile at them. Yeah, well. <laughs> That's that's easily done because you are such yeah. a kind human being, and and I know that because I mean now I've known you for several years. I mean yes, we only know each other virtually. We are yeah. living a couple, couple of countries apart, but um, one day we are going to meet each other. Of course we yes. are. We have to. <laughs> we have got, all we have to do is make that commitment, and it will happen. Yes. Mm -hmm. Now tell me, we, we yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. All we have to do is make a decision. Um, so part of More Moss to the People, the, the whole movement is, for me, I love interesting people. Interesting people that dare to live life in their own way, like by the beat of their own drum, not trying to fit in line with everybody else and do the same work and look the same way and have the same husbands and have the same drinks and the same food and the that, 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 so boring, ah. It's, I tried that. Oh, it was like that is not for me. My personality is no. just too strong for that. Yeah, yeah, yes, I know, I know, and and I I feel that because I am also right. So that is why I find interesting people because it pulls me to hear your stories. Writing steamy novels, I'm like, ooh, oh my god, you know, like <laughs> that is so opposite of me. And I'm like, oh, I love this. I think it's terrific, and I love surrounding myself with different people that are bringing themselves to the table. And I mean, I, I this is going to probably sound very naive, but I had no idea that many people love steamy novels. Yeah. Oh, millions, millions. That's like <laughs> one of the biggest things on like Amazon and things, you know, like that genre. Definitely. No idea. So, I mean, I have, I have my steamy friend, which is terrific. And <laughs> my witchy steamy friend. So let's talk about, Witch, witchiness, witchy, witchy. Tell me what that means to you, that you said that you have now started this past year getting more uh, aligned with that part of you. Tell me, share, share with us, please. So um, it, it's really about being more in tune with nature. I started um, like uh, growing my own herbs and things like just little bits, you know, but um, it, I've never grown plants at all. I've never been a plant person in that way. So um, that that was a totally new grounding experience. Um, I've become more conscious as well about what I eat, how I, um, you know, that's that's really the basics because you work with nature and to appreciate that and 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 be involved in the process makes it more sacred as well. Mm -hmm. And then um, when you cook, I've always done that, like put some love in, you know, for everybody to have that love energy yeah. when they eat and. Um, and then we, I've done the course, and um, that was so amazing. We've uh, we started with uh, exploring our own, like the physical environment, you know, the witch hunts and things like that, their history. And I've actually made um, a video about it as well um, huh. on my YouTube channel, and and um, it's called the Witch's Cauldron, something like that. Um, okay. 
Yeah. Maybe we can attach that in the so- show notes. Yeah, yeah. I will yeah, definitely do that. do that. Yeah, I'll give you the link later. Right. And then um, I've... Um, We've we've done these rituals like um, you know involving the four elements, the the, the four directions, and um, I mean it's been very basic. But I've um, followed a lot of people on um, YouTube as well, which are great resources. We've done now for years, and I always get new inspirations. Um, I love working with fire and water, mostly mm. fire for that. Like I will always burn a candle mm. when I do my own rituals. Mine. Yeah, yeah. I've just got a little one here, but mm. still. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, fine. Exactly. And um, you know, but I've got like different spell candles as well that I ordered, you know, to to do that and for different purposes, different colors and that kind of thing. And as, what really gets me is how empowering that feels when you bring up your energy with intent is it's like you're building it up and then you know it's like this huge great big ball of energy you know and then you let it go to your intention to to you know to charge that and it's just amazing and um i've done it probably can't see it here but like there's my ancestry altar a little bit and um i've i've never had much of an earth connection so much you know all this kind of lineage things as well and um that was so good, and it was healing in a way as well. Yes, especially, um, you know, daddy issues. You've got a problem with men and things like that, yeah. so the divine masculine was always a bit, like, out there for me. Mm. And um, actually bringing that in and having, like, a really practical way of expressing that. And um, I've met one of my ancestors. He's now my guide as well. And, uh, you know, I charged him to, you know, with the protection of the property also yeah yeah and he's an old germanic chief so he's he's really burly guys like you know we didn't care about that we had to survive kind of thing yeah yeah yes (laughs) we still do oh and i love him and i have such a positive relationship with him so that's been really healing as well um so it's like on so many levels and you you don't feel so much like a victim anymore of circumstances or people or whatever but like you really feel like a powerful creator like i've got the power i'm directing my life i can do this mm-hmm. i can call things into being and, and and i think that's the kind of thing you really feel that energy you know during the rituals when you build it up is is so amazing and so powerful that you end up having a whole new different um, identity of yourself, the self-image that you have. You know, it's, it's, it's like, I'm a powerful woman. Mm. I just got chilled. Yeah. And that that was so liberating and, and so motivating in so many ways. But you learned all this by going to a uh, the class uh, that the with Sinead. Yeah. The, Five yeah. weeks. Yeah, wow. Five weeks, four weeks or five weeks it was, and it was the most powerful experience. But is this something life. that you work with now? Is I do. Something... Yes, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not as often as I'd like because I'm more in my head usually rather than doing things, but, you know, kick my ass like, come on, you know how good that feels. Do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I do it, and I really, really love it. And it's, it, I've got such a personal relationship Um with that, you know, it's it's not like high out like this ritual magic, for example, is is like, you know, when 
which is very much like if you go to a Catholic church mm-hmm. and you have a really traditional kind of mass, you know, um, it feels more like that, very removed and very like, okay, what's next? Do I have to do it that way or that way or no, whatever? Right, you know? following but, the rules. Yeah, exactly. It for me, it's like I can really express myself and I have those guidelines, but, you know, me, I'm a panzer. It's like if I feel like I, I'm turning left rather than right, I'm going to do that. I've learned uh, the hard way to listen to my intuitions. <laughs> yeah, today, right? Because, I mean, we, we are today over the age of 50 and we have, we've come a long way. I mean, our journey. Absolutely. Uh, our uh, for us also to share with other people and to bring other people up with us. And I think that that is what's so good about the work that you're doing also with your website, which to me is you have got so many resources on your website. And that, over 300 pages <laughs> on that I mean, website. I think I have three and I'm exhausted by those. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't even do anything on them, which I don't know why I'm exhausted by that. But you have you do goddess work also. You do Reiki work. You do you're you're so the the divine feminine. Let's let's talk about that a little bit. What does that mean for you to work with the divine feminine and goddess energies? Um, well, I think um, that that's been really powerful for me because I've had like uh, so many people in our culture which is pretty much worldwide, I think, as well, because we're living in a very patriarchal society mm-hmm. uh, in general. But um, I've always had this feeling like people walk on over me unless I do this elbow aggressive mm-hmm. thing and being, a, yeah, and being a, a single mom all my life, you know, well, all my kids' lives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was like um, I always had to very much live in my masculine side and it wasn't really... A healthy masculine side either because it exhausted me and I ended up in burnout and all that but working with goddesses um, gives me so much um, power and understanding of my feminine power how much how powerful it is to be on the feminine side to express that and that doesn't mean you're suddenly morphing into a doormat for people or anything like that you know you can set powerful boundaries um, you know, you, you can express yourself um, the way you are, who you are, and 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 it's free, and you are you, you are really in what what you want to be, you know, rather than feeling forced like you know you you have to do that now. You have to be like take out the warrior thing yeah. again, you know. Who? Because I can completely identify with that whole masculine side because that is something that I definitely am aligned with and have been my entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, where the the feeling like um, not not necessarily being feminine, but having to kind of create like being the one that is the creator of everything that I have in my life and pushing and and not allowing in not like not not the empress energy, right? So more of the emperor energy. Where exactly. it's more masculine, more masculine side of me, and now as a fifty-six-year-old person uh, navigating my way through my own emotions and feelings and life and world, and going into more of the accepting mode of uh, asking for help, asking for support, asking for things—that's that is completely new for me. 
And I'm learning. I'm learning by watching people like you. Same, same here. But I had to learn that the hard way as well because you know I I always thought like I was conditioned like if you ask for help and you, uh, you actually admit to not being perfect, not being able to do everything yourself. It's like you make yourself vulnerable, yeah, and expose yourself to somebody taking advantage of that, That's right. putting you down or something, mm-hmm. you know, being nasty to you. So, um. That was a big learning process with a lot of fear attached to it. You know? mm-hmm. But I'm yeah. so thrilled that I'm through that. And, yeah. you know, I'm, I've never felt more peaceful in my life than I do now. I never understood that concept. You know, I thought people who are peaceful inside, it was like I just thought they were boring, just looking yeah. outside from outside of it, onto it. And um, <laughs> I was really thinking, like, Oh, you might as well lie down the coffin and nail the lid shut because yeah. you're not having a life or something. Right. Like, that was threatening and drama, you know? <laughs> and I was such a drama queen. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. You know, and then you live and learn. And then it's like, oh my God, that is so nice just to be. Yeah. That, that inner peace is like, I wouldn't give that up for the world. No. No, I, it's that's so right for me too. I'm the same way because that um, that the dramatic energy, even when I'm around it now, today I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, I need some, I need some time. I got to get away from this. I need to breathe. I need to just, I need to get back to my forest. I got to get out to the forest, and I need to just reconnect with the ground, with God, and nature, and just come back to okay, what matters what matters right now. And we've talked about legacy work before, you and I. We talk about legacy. And to me, uh, I did a post today. I don't know. It's just like it came, just came to me. And it was like, you know, this this ooh, this creation of something. As though we have to do something or be somebody to create legacy. And in fact, legacy is what we are creating every day of our lives. Absolutely. How we live yeah. our lives, how we treat others, how we treat ourselves first. Yeah. And and That's people will remember how you made them. Yeah. I think what Absolutely. Maya Angelou said that. Um, not sure, but um, she said, you know, people will not remember what you did or what you said, but they will remember how you made them feel. Always. I love that. I mean, too. Yeah. That gives me that, that quality. Oh, yeah. <laughs> me too. But it also is such a powerful reminder of. Yes. The power of the word and the power of our actions. And ultimately, it's like energetically, because we are energetic beings, um, how it doesn't matter what you say. Like if you're doing something, you're like, ugh, like with the eye roll behind it, like, yeah. don't do it. Just don't even bother because you know what? It's not nice. And, it, and people feel when it's not done with uh, graciousness or with love. Exactly. And yeah. this, this work that you are sharing your heart that you dare to put yourself out and talk about such you know maybe scandalous risque things i'm like you know like i said like oh my god i love it Uh, because it's fun it's fun it's so different for me yeah and it's a part of liberation as well because like sexuality like death or some other topics they're very much as a taboo theme especially women our age, I think the younger people now are liberate, more liberated. Yeah. Yes. Um, because I've got that all on social media, you know, it might not always be a good thing. You have to be discerning, of course. But um, it's, it's really, it's helped me so much with myself. Um, like, it's okay to be me to stand on my own power and saying, this is what I love and this is what I do anyway. 
you know, like I've been writing since I was able to really, mm. um, telling stories and all that. And, um, you know, and, and the romantic side and the sexuality that goes with that is, has always been a great part for me. You know, I'm a very sensual person and I love to explore that in my mind. I'm a very mental person. <laughs> you know? yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's how it came. And then I learned to like stand up and say, okay, that's me. I'm going to publish that now. And, you know, and I had luckily uh, some very loving friends who supported me very much. And that. Yeah. Like, come on, dare to do that. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. Yeah, so I started very carefully kind of thing, and then I, you know, it built up as everything else in life, you know. Right. It's uh, it's hitting me as you're saying this. Like, it hasn't, I haven't really thought about it before, but you're so right about people, you know, in our age group that are so I mean, sexually repressed, like yeah. talking about it or even having discussions around it or, you know, it, it really is something that you are so good at. And Mike. What a great business idea. Bernie, <laughs> focusing on women in this 50 plus age group to relinquish the, the, the steelness, like the, the, what is it? Yeah, called? Like the, 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 the armor and like the, yeah. like around us mm. um, that has built up slowly over the years because it is like, like death, like, like, like money, like, I mean, the, the taboo topics, right? Yes. Oh my God. And these are things that I just realized as I now say it that really that the I love talking about death. I love talking about money, not sex so much. I'm like, why not? I'm like, I don't know. Oh, why not? Let me question that. Yes. (laughs) Right. Because if I don't like to talk about it, well, what's that about? So thank you for bringing that to my my brain today, and I can drop that into my heart and. And reconnect with myself there. <laughs> and I'll tell you, if it's if it's for me, then it's for somebody else too. Somebody else needs to hear these messages. And your website, like I said, is an excellent resource for all this goddess information. You have all these different goddesses out there and you have done so much research and you are a perfect resource for somebody to connect with um, if they have questions or want to read your books and um, now you've got the Hopping Hippos coming out on October 12th, which I'm so happy for. And we'll connect the link down here below so people can yes. go and get that. Are you doing pre-orders now or how does that work? Where can people buy the, buy, buy the book? Um, well, I'm publishing wide, which means I'm publishing on lots of different um, sto- online stores with okay. not just Amazon, which okay. is like usually the main thing. Okay. That also means because Amazon has a very strict policy um, because they want to obviously keep their monopoly. Um, you can't do pre-orders if you publish wide, if that comes through not directly on their website and you're uh-huh. not exclusive, all that kind of stuff. Oh, okay. So I do have a universal link, which gets you to a page where you can just click on the store that you want. Um, but Amazon will all, only be on there on the 12th of October. Okay. When it okay. comes out, you know, when it goes live, that is going to be on there. But before that, it won't be. Um, but you're welcome to purchase or like borrow the book from, you know, there's lots of other different ones. Sure. Yeah, as well. So, I mean, you know, I, I'm all for big. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm all for giving the mom and pop business uh, versus Amazon any day. Yeah. Any absolutely. day. So, yeah. um, and also, you know, they, they just shut down author accounts just because they feel like it or because, um, you know, pirates have 
ripped off from them the books, hmm. put that up on their pirating uh, sites to to fish information from people and that, and um, then you actually uh, get get your account revoked because you go get against this exclusivity guidelines, you know, contract. So um, they have some really horrible methods doing that. And and it's a drag to get yeah. it back up and everything. So um, you know, I was like, no, I that's wanna... my... Yeah, you have to be on there because that's that's really probably eighty to ninety percent of people reading from there. Uh -huh. um, but I'm not being exclusive, and I know that uh, hits my sales because people who actually go Kindle Unlimited, which is like I don't know, you bought, pay like ten dollars or something a month, and then. You... You know, can borrow any book to read um, that you want. That's part of part of that deal. But um, and people have lots of paid reads that way, especially with authors um, who are not so widely known. Hmm. So you know, like getting to know a new author then is like risk free for people for readers. Uh -huh. um, they don't spend money on it, but at the same time, um, you get a pittance of royalties on that as well. And um, I, I'm not on KU. I, as a reader, I, I buy the books because I want to support the, the authors that you know um, I want to read from. I don't want to rip them off. So that's basically what I'm doing. I don't have any idea what this is like. All Greek to me. So okay. <laughs> so instead, of, so you just support the support the author that is taking their time and writing their works instead of doing like little tiny blip readings. Like is that what you're saying with Kindle? What? Kindle Unlimited. Un yeah. Okay. I don't know anything about Kindle. Yeah. I'm, I'm a paper girl. You know, that, I'm that's like paper. a library thing. You okay. can borrow books out. Oh, reading. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, we want to support the uh, the the creators for the work. And if Definitely. you want to go to your small local um, bookstores, support them um, versus the, the big guys. But um, yeah. Okay. So October 12th, it's coming out. I'm so proud of you. I'm so excited for you. And <laughs> tell me, do you, oh my gosh, you my little sunshine. Uh, <laughs> tell me, do you have anything, any last minute words of wisdom or thoughts, anything that's coming to your heart just completely spontaneously that you would like to share? Because if one person needs to hear it right now, is there anything that you would like to share from your heart? Absolutely. The most important thing is, uh, the most important lesson for myself as well was do not be ashamed of who you are to show it to the world. You might lose some people that way, but they're not worth keeping. Find your soul tribe and be yourself. Don't live in shame and guilt. No. no. Yes. That's my most liberating thing that you can do for yourself. Yes. God. Yeah. Set yourself free from the yes. chains that bind you. Absolutely. Beautiful. Thank you. I'm so glad. Thank you for jumping on with me today. I loved it. I loved it. I loved having you. Thank you for being my guest. Thank you for being my friend. Thank you for being a wonderful author, mother, sister, daughter, and happy birthday <laughs> to your sis. Happy birthday to your sis, Julia. Yeah, Julia. <laughs> on yeah. her 50th birthday on October 12th as well. Oh, thank, thank you so much. Thank you. And best thank wishes you. to a wonderful launch of your book. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Take care, honey. See you later. You too. Now, thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of More Moths to the People. I am Asa Nilsson. If you like this episode, I'd love to hear from you. 
Like, subscribe, follow the podcast, share it with a friend. I want to say thank you to Kamel Asli for his help with the production of this podcast. Without him, this would not even be in your ears today. I can assure you of that. And let me let me say a little something about my friend Gregory Paul Donaldson, may he rest in peace, who would always leave me with this quote. He would say, in the meantime and between time, whatever you do, do it well and then pass it on. Peace and most importantly, joy. I want to leave you with that as well. I'll see you on the flip side, my friend. Take care.